AskADesignerAnything.com Hello, I'm Craig and welcome to Ask A Designer Anything, episode 69. Thanks so much for tuning in, as always. Today, I'm talking about design work. So, specifically, I'm talking about the best questions to ask a designer when they present new work to you. I know it's difficult sometimes when a designer presents new work to you and you're not familiar with the process, you're not too sure what your role is in the situation, other than that you know you need to sign the work off that that designer is showing you. But you might not actually know whether it's any good, or you might not know what to ask that designer. And hopefully by the end of this episode, you're going to have some better questions to ask that designer. And some better questions that are not going to annoy the designer and something that might help your relationship with your designer or your design team or anybody like that. So let's get started. The first thing I want to say is that you don't want to ask the designer silly things like, why did you choose pink? Or I don't like pink or I don't like blue. Or can you make my logo bigger? All that kind of stuff is not important. You shouldn't be asking your designer that kind of thing. And your designer has already carefully considered everything like that. So it's not really your place to be saying things like that. Now now that, that, now that little uh, rant is out of the way, I'll get on to the questions that you should ask a designer. So I think one of the first things to ask them is to try and to explain their thinking behind the design and to try and explain their workings out effectively. And a really good question, if the design isn't willing or maybe not willing, if the designer doesn't start to talk about his thinking or her thinking behind the design, a really good question to start with is how did you arrive at this solution? Often designers, especially experienced designers, will usually start talking about this kind of stuff. They'll explain where their idea came from. They'll explain where the research came from. They'll explain how they reached the solution. But if they don't tell you, this is one of the great first questions to ask them because then you can start to understand their thinking behind the design and their workings out and make sure that it's appropriate for you. After that, coming on to talking about appropriate things, you should ask them some kind of question along the lines of, why is this the most appropriate solution for me and my business? Often, again, experienced designers will tell you why it's the most appropriate solution for you and how they arrived at that solution and some of the target market that they analysed. But if if they don't, or they're quite a quiet designer, or they've just sent you an email, there's nothing worse, for me, there's nothing worse sending new design work, be it a logo, a new website design, or, or whatever it is, over email. For me, you need to see the client when you're presenting new design work. So if the designer has emailed it over to you, these are some good questions to ask them as well. But I always do say that it's better to be in front of the designer whilst you're getting shown new work. If your designer's not willing to do that, it's quite unusual. I'd suggest at least a phone call or a Skype call, or if possible, go meet them in person. That's even better. So you need to ask them, why is this the most appropriate solution for me? And you should get some interesting answers. Also, I think it's always interesting if the designer doesn't offer it up to ask the designer something like, did you try anything else that didn't work? And as a side question to that, can I see some of your initial sketchbook work and early ideas? This is kind of a little bit of a controversial question with, with some designers. Some designers don't particularly like showing their workings out. They'd prefer to show show you the finished product 
and not show you how they arrived at that solution. But I always think it's important when I'm working with a client, it's important that they understand how I got to the final solution. So I'll always show them my workings out effectively. I'll always show them the sketchbook work that I got to, or if there isn't any sketchbook work, because sometimes there isn't, if there's no sketchbook work, I'll explain to them how I arrived at the solution that I did and how I got there, some of the research that I made, some of the suggestions that they made in my initial meetings. So those two questions, did you try anything else that didn't work? And can I see some of your initial work or sketchbook ideas or early ideas help you get to the bottom of some of that? So it helps you understand if they're on the right track and if it's appropriate for you as well. Also, it's worth asking them, who is this aimed at? So what's the target market? It's important to ask your designer this if they don't offer up this information because you can figure out whether they've targeted it at the right target market. Usually at the beginning of a project, a designer will have some kind of conversation with you to work out your target market or work out what kind of people you want to target at least. So asking this kind of question helps you figure out if they've got it right, if they're on the right track, and and if you're both on the same page. Because if you're not on the same page, it you know, it can, it can be a little bit weird. They might have decided to target a particular market that you didn't want to target, or they might have just got it a little bit wrong, or it's worth asking the question because it lets you have more useful conversations with your designer or your design team. And then finally, I want to mention something along the lines of this question. Instead of asking a designer, these kind of questions really annoy a designer, by the way. So if you do want to annoy your designer, ask them these kind of questions. Instead of asking something like, can you make the logo bigger or demanding things, so make the logo bigger, remove pink because I don't like pink, remove blue because I don't like blue. Instead of asking or demanding those kind of things, ask them a question why they've picked that. Because there's usually a reason. In fact, it's not even worth saying usually. There's always a reason why the designer has picked it. No matter what it is, they've picked it for a reason. So ask them, if you're not happy with the logo size, Ask them the question. I can't believe we're actually talking about making logos bigger and small here. It's a stupid topic altogether, but let's go there. So instead of asking them to make the logo bigger, ask them why they didn't make... No, let me rephrase that. Ask them why they've made the logo that size. And then you'll get some kind of interesting reply from that. Usually you'll get a very considered reply and there'll be a reason why the logo is that big. Also, if we're thinking about the pink color again, ask them why they've picked pink. Ask them why they've picked that particular font or typeface. It's important that you understand the designer before you start making silly demands of them because although you need to design the design work off, it's important to remember to respect your designer's professionalism and respect your designer's experience. They've got a lot more experience designing things than you have. So there's a reason why they've done what they've done. Or there's always a reason. So it's worth investigating those reasons first. And hopefully these questions that I've suggested to you will help you investigate those reasons rather than making silly demands of them straight away when you might not fully know what you're talking about because this is not really your day job. So hopefully those questions are going to give you some way to have a more meaningful design meeting with your designers. I know if you're not used to acquiring design, it is really weird. It's a really weird process that the designer is all of a sudden saying, well, what do you think? And the only thing you can think about is the things that you don't like. 
with these questions that I've told you in this episode, at least you can go into those kind of meetings a little bit more armed with some better questions and hopefully not annoy the designer as much and help in the process rather than hinder in the process. So this was episode 69 and thanks so much for listening. You can find the show notes at askadesigneranything.com forward slash EP69. And if you want even more marketing tips, you're crazy, but I have something for you. As always, I've got a weekly newsletter that comes out on a Sunday evening. So it's sat in your inbox for Monday morning. Every week I share an exclusive story for that week in my email newsletter and I share it nowhere else. So if you're interested in getting an inspiring story to your inbox every week, go over to my website, scroll down to the bottom and sign up there. And I think you'll really like it. I'm also here every single day for this year until at the very, very least December 31st. So take advantage of that by going over to my website at askadesigneranything.com and asking me a question and telling me what you'd like me to talk about on my podcast. The whole reason behind this and the whole name is Ask a Designer Anything. So I'm willing to answer your questions about anything across design, marketing or business or mindset or technology or gadgets or anything. I've got a lot of wide ranging topics that I can talk about. So I'm interested in hearing what you'd like to hear me talk about. So send me a message. Finally, if you subscribe with iTunes and you listen with iTunes, I'd really appreciate it if you could drop me a review. And thanks so much for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode of Ask Designer Anything, which is tomorrow as always. (laughs) 